This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, Kristen Sutter. That's me, everybody. Ready to rock. Always ready to rock. <laughs> uh, I like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for some reason. I am fascinated with it. And Kristen, well, she's a, she's changing. Yeah, a I guess bit. I'm going from DGAF to DGALF. LF, yeah. yeah. I don't give LF. a lot of fucks about it. Yeah. I was going to you don't give a little. You give a, oh, I see. Yeah. You did a better job of I interpreting did. my uh, mistake. Thank All right. Our, our guest with us today, very happy to have him, very funny uh, comedian and actor. You might know him from Comedy Bang Bang or uh, performing at the UCB Theater here in Los Angeles. It's Carl Tart. Hi. Hey, Carl. We all love you, Thanks Carl. for having me. Hey. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. No, no problem. Uh, usually the way we start this off... Uh, is I kind of just would love to know if you know anything about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you've heard of it before, what you're coming in to this room with, what kind of knowledge, if any, at all. And oh, it's the, okay if there's none. Oh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I mean, a general amount about it. Okay. I know what it is. Sure, mm-hmm. great. I know a couple of the artists that are in it. Mm-hmm. I know that it's like kind of the pinnacle of, of a person's career to make it, usually get it like later and... Yes. You no, know, like the Temptations got it in like 1989. Right. After... Ooh, were they like right away? Um, they. I mean, they were early. They, That's you know, like the, the third year. The Hall started in '86, and yeah, the Temptations got in. Yeah, I think they were probably eligible for the first. Uh, oh yeah. Year, but yeah, they got in the third year that was around. I know Smokey Robinson probably got in around that time yeah, too. So he got in the second year. Yeah. Although what's weird about Smokey Robinson is he did not get in with the Miracles. Which he got in by himself. Which doesn't make a ton of sense because wait, but the Miracles are also in eventually they course corrected that so there was the second year of the hall Smokey robinson got in but like nearly his entire career especially the good stuff is with the miracles yeah and sometimes just it's not even Smokey robinson the miracles it's just the miracles uh and none of those guys were inducted until 2012 whoa Damn, yeah that is how many of them wow. were still alive when they were inducted? not many if at all uh what did they do so they had a special thing they did some so they did this with buddy holly's band too they so they inducted the crickets, which is Buddy Holly's band. They inducted the famous flames, which is James Brown's band. <laughs> so they like fucked up years and years ago, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, we feel bad that we didn't induct the comets that with we Bill Haley." Only inducted the lead singers mm-hmm. of these very also important bands. Yeah, here's what I'll say in defense of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for doing that. Also, forgive me, I have bad allergies, so I might be uh, going off mic to clear my throat. Every totally now and then, like, like Tay Zande. DJ, cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Smokey Robinson 
did so much, like wrote so much music for so many other artists. Yes. Yeah. Like everybody in Motown had it. All those Mm -hmm. songs were Smokey songs or Marvin Gaye songs. He wrote a lot of music for other people too. So Mm -hmm. I think that's probably why they were like, well, Smokey Robinson definitely deserves to be in here. Miracles, yes, that was Smokey Robinson's first group. But then by the time he went solo, like late 60s, early 70s, -hmm. and like still had a bunch of hits. Like one of my favorite songs, Cruising. A great one. Not the Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis Lewis version. Smokey Robinson. Yeah, I. So how many bands did they do that on that had a lead singer that got inducted and then later they... And they did it all in one year. Oh, they were like, here's our our general fuck-ups. They were like, My Bad, Crickets, Comets, The Midnighters, which was Hank Ballard's band, The Blue Caps, which was... Who are these people? (laughs) Yeah, so it's a lot of like the early dudes. The the early, yeah. And then The Miracles, Famous Flames. The Famous Flames, wow. I mean, because I guess uh, Bobby... Was the one who, I don't know. I felt like the Famous Lanes kind of just danced. <laughs> sure, uh, but you know, I think the part of the issue is that they're they got cre- outdanced, if you will. I, think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The Godfather. Yeah, what do uh, you do? But they were just credited on so many albums. If they're credited, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get that. What did they do when they inducted all these backing bands? Did they have all the backing bands get together and do like one big jam? Sometimes they these do that dudes, at the induction day. I'm now but, I have curiosity. But these about dudes this. were like ninety, if alive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was so so late in twenty twelve. So they just said their names and that was it. No, they came up and like some you know elderly men uh, said some things. Uh, you know, said some words that would later be cut from broadcast. I think some, yeah, probably a lot of it. If we're being honest, but. what is the uh, the qualifications for the rock and roll hall of fame like nfl hall of fame you got to be five years retired to start voting yeah it's uh uh, 25 years after your first released recording oh yeah and then other than that there is no official anything like there's no official rules on other than you have it has to be 25 years from your first released recording Hmm. then you're eligible and then yeah and there's like a cabal of like 12 people or 12, 15 to 30 people yeah. mm-hmm. who make the nominations every year. And then everyone who's in the hall. In addition to like, it's there's about a thousand people in the voting body at that point who then vote on that list that the nominating committee came up with. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a lot of like friends getting their friends in after a certain yeah. point. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this nominating committee, are they like journalists? There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of writers. Uh, there's some artists. Questlove, Questlove, Little Stevie, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, Dave Grohl. And then there's like some like label execs, managers, uh, those types of people. Uh, Questlove has a crazy organization. Amount. It's yeah. a little that you don't know. It's cloak and dagger. They're all keeping it to themselves. They're very secretive about what they do because they meet for like a, a few weeks, I think, to try and hash this out and come up with a list <laughs> of like nominees. Like the Bilderberg group. And they don't. <laughs> They don't really say – not much is known about kind of what's going on in that room. Uh, I think it's – I've heard that each person in the nominating committee is to come with two or three names to kind of advocate for. And then from that – They all give like little mini presentations maybe, they, a little TED I, Talk. I think that'd be cute. Or they just play a song over and over again like while people are walking huh. by. That's a very interesting considering like I could only compare it to the sports hall of fames and mm-hmm. like so like the NFL Hall of Fame, you gotta be five years removed and they go by player accomplishments. So 
for oh, example, stats because they're yeah. stats. That's they're so stats, nice yeah. when you can have yeah. numbers to refer to. You can be like, you can't argue with these yeah. stats. Like Tom records. Brady, five years from when he retires, is gonna like everybody's yeah. gonna be coming their pants to vote for him to go. Yeah, there, there's no question. I hate him. I hate him. He's but you look at you know the Super Bowls and the you yeah know, all the stats and you. But you, the stats don't lie. But there's always like one dude who gets in who's who everybody's forgotten about. Right. So it's like you know. Lucky Henderson played in <laughs> 1978, and that miraculous year he had 48 mm-hmm. interceptions. Nobody like, remembers him. Perhaps yeah. then he, but he did. Then it. He got all on, was shaped like, totally different. <laughs> yeah. and made of totally yeah. different material. He's wearing a leather head. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then he got addicted to drugs the next yeah. year. So now he can get in. <laughs> sure. Forty years later, Let but like in. Tom Brady will be in if Tom Brady retires after this year in 2023. He will be in the Hall yeah. without question. Yeah. 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 With this, there's kind of a, a thing too of like when you, um, when you, f- I'm still learning, and mm-hmm. in spite of myself, I now know all of this information, <laughs> which is that like, like being eligible the first year that you're eligible, if you get nominated on the first year that you're eligible, that's like a big deal, yeah. and, and then if you get in right away, that's we call that FYE. Here. First, for, yeah, first, first year, year eligible. eligible oh. If you get in the first year, you're eligible, and then you might not get nominated until a few years after you're eligible. And then if you get in, then that's first year nominated. And we call that FYN, baby. We've got terms, Carl. We got and terms. I'm sorry. <laughs> FYE, FYN. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so like, like any hall of fame, the FY, FYE, you know, makes sense. Like, like Tom Brady, like you were saying, you know, so bands that you would expect, like the Beatles, uh, you know, more recently, Tupac was an FYE. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Who I, else has been FYE recently? Pearl Jam, Tupac, Nirvana, Green Day. Um, Green Day? Yeah. Oh, Green Day got in right away? I'm not surprised, I guess, considering, like, who's in the voting body and, like, who, and they, who play they the were game. important to. They Did play they the, play the game? They play the game. Uh, Bill, that... Billy Joe's showing up to induct people quite oh. a bit. Oh, So it yeah. also can be, like, kind of political. And also it's just, like, how many musicals have you written? You yeah. Know? <laughs> Right. How how did you go after George W. Bush and how yeah, much? Like This is really gonna gonna uh humble me on my music knowledge because I I like to think that I know a lot about music. But when I listen to when I hear that Nirvana is in and they were FYE, mm-hmm. it confuses me because I really I know one Nirvana song. Yeah. And I know that you know, Kurt Cobain was only 27 when he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long were they around? What were their album sales and stuff? So like? they they had like a independent label sub pop release in '89 called Bleach, which mm-hmm. you probably don't know any of those. Oh, songs. I knew that it existed. Yeah. Yeah, but then the one after that, '91, was Nevermind, which was their huge. You know that it toppled uh, Michael Jackson from the albums chart. For dangerous, I think at the time. Mm, dangerous, wow. So that's how. <laughs> I agree. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> but that's how that that was uh, such a moment at that time of like a punk band, this grunge band, has a number one album in 1991. It was, uh... and then after that, their follow up was in Utero, which was also very popular. Very also popular. went to number one. Is that the one with a baby in the pool? That's no, that's, that's never, never mind. mind. So okay. that and that's like the classic like that was a grunge breakthrough album that like mm-hmm. changed made alternative music like mm-hmm. and like kicked hair hair metal out the door yeah. ah yeah. yeah it was like a, a real tide change in a way that we haven't really seen since uh 
And then after that, they had a they had an unplugged on MTV that was oh that was really popular. popular too. Well, so I they think... had I was, of those those are like three classic albums of those last. And the thing is too, because there aren't specific stats and criteria, it's not like if you have sold this many records, you get in the Hall of Fame, or if mm-hmm. you've like because there yeah. are people in there who. Like, that was the big thing about Bon Jovi. That was, like, Bon Jovi got in last, got in this most recent year. And, like, Howard Stern gave the induction ceremony speech and was just like, they sold so many albums, Bob, or what, Leonard Cohen wishes he sold that many albums. Like, fuck Bob Dylan. Like, this is the people's music. As though it's... Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, yeah. As though it's stats-based. As though it's stats-based. But it's not, because I think a lot of things about it are, like, about influence. I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing in it, it seems that I think makes someone a yeah. Hall of Famer is like how important they were to music. And to like the story of music. You and know? to like, the story of rock and roll, I guess, mm-hmm. in particular. Like if you remove them, does it change the story at all? You know, I like, mean, big time Nirvana, they were, yeah. Yeah, but if you remove Bon Jovi, does anything change? And I, I think know. maybe not. It's probably less babies born in New Jersey, but like, right. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. That was New Jersey fucking music. Yeah. Without oh, a doubt. for sure. Big time. I mean, it, it's popular. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Bon Jovi's not popular, but ooh, I don't know. Yikes. Yeah. And, and if you can like kind of hit all the categories, then it's you. I think that you're like an FOIE, you know, like Nirvana. Like yeah. you're extremely popular. You're extremely influential. You know, you have... And also, mm. you died early enough to not have made shitty music. To not tarnish afterwards, you your know? reputation. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It also shows you how uh, subjective music mm-hmm. is. Oh, this is what I talk about. <laughs> well, and also how subjective the term rock and roll is, too. That's like a thing we've oh, been boy. talking about a lot lately. Is like, what? Well, because like Dolly Parton is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that's like, because she's country. And then, like, you know, I don't know. And then, like, but and then you have some rap and hip hop artists that are in it, and like at what point is it going to be? And like you have pop rock artists that mm-hmm. are in it, and just like mm-hmm. I don't know what's the answer. That's why I think it's kind of a stupid organization. Uh, you know what? I will meet you both in the middle. How, wait, why, t- tell me why you like it so much. Okay, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I think it's there's not a lot of uh, places to celebrate music mm-hmm. the way Except that for this... like the Grammys, the Billboard Awards, the AMAs. Every... Does that still happen? The AMAs, yeah, the AMAs, the CMAs. But like the... I like I've mentioned before, this is like it's like an award show where everything's a lifetime achievement. Mm-hmm. You know, and like all those things you just mentioned are well, of the previous true. I year. I forgot you said that. That one. that is the closest you've ever come to convincing me that it's important because <laughs> I think that's such a good soundbite about it. It's yeah. a celebration of these careers, uh, and it comes at a point where all these artists typically are. It, it, it hits them in an emotional place because it's at least twenty five years after they began. Yeah, and it's a way of like showing them how important and to pe to people and to music like you like seeing like old white dudes cry <laughs> like... I lo- god it gets me <laughs> going. no I, I can get down with that you know and also i think it creates moments that you don't see anywhere else especially because you get five or so artists that maybe don't have anything to do with each other and they're at this ceremony at the same time you know 
here's what's tough about it. Here's why I say I'll meet you both in the middle. Great mm-hmm. explanation as to why you like it. And you've all explained why you don't. Uh, <laughs> Although I'm starting now, I freaking yeah. know so much about it. I'm starting to care. It's to really upsetting it. to me. Well, here's what sucks about it: the fact that music is so subjective. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in professional sports, uh, sorry to keep bringing it back to this, but I love them. Oh, I'm really upset with uh, the NFL this week because I love oh, football so my much. Gosh, but uh, so the NFL has an NFL Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Their own, their own NFL Hall yeah. of Fame that's been around is in Canton. It's a big deal. It's been around wow, since Ohio I, I feel like is the, just the Hall of Fame state, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Ohio right. for some reason, uh, middle of, of the country, just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basketball has an overall Hall of Fame, so like you get inducted, like Metal Arc Lemon, who is the, a famous Harlem Globetrotter. He played for Harlem Globetrotter for like. Mm-hmm. 35, 40 years or something like that. He's in the Hall of Fame next to, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, hypothetically yeah. speaking. Even but, though he was not in the <coughs> NBA. 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 He never right. went to the NBA. Uh, That's interesting that they can still give respect to the Globetrotters. Yeah. The, mo- I think, the least yeah. respected team really? <laughs> out there. Well, I'd say maybe the Washington Generals. The Generals, at least. Sorry, the Washington Generals. I think that is interesting because mm-hmm. there's the College Football Hall of Fame. There's the NFL Hall of Fame. There's different levels. It's not just a football Hall of Fame. Right. But in basketball, you get – there's college coaches. There's oh. famous high school – there's high school coaches in there. There's coaches who, like, coached at the same high school for 50 years okay. and won numerous state That's titles and so stuff. That's so And they're in the basketball Hall of Fame. Their achievements are, are still valued. Now, they still do, the, like, the five years out thing. So, like, I think last year – I want to say, well, Jordan, you've seen the Crying Jordan meme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, from yeah. the Basketball Hall of Fame. And right. I think maybe they uh-huh. do it. Maybe they do the 15 or the 25 year thing or something like that. I don't okay. know. I don't know why Jordan's Hall of Fame only came in like 2016. Because that, I mean, maybe that's, it's, they have to, there has to be some Yeah, because it's a question of, because sports a little different because you can also track it by when they're done. Well, yeah. And also they have to, you know, then get together at their induction and they all have to play a game right you make the, you, all the inductees have you, to play they a have game. to play yeah, yeah it's like you full know, contact football. full contact full football contact. okay no pads no pads <laughs> uh they have to be in the suits but yeah. they have to yeah. play football but i i have an issue i take issue that that was me leaning on your side mm-hmm. sure i do i 100 percent agree that it's very cool that these people get honored and 25 years later from the first album and all that blah 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 uh, I ha- I take issue when I go back on the scale towards Kristen's side. <clears throat> the fact that rock and roll, which was started by a black person and and uh, made popular by other black artists before being made ultra popular by the masses mm-hmm. by white by white artists. Uh, co-option, the co-option thing, but also like. Black music now, black art now, is not as respected in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame, except for the ones that it's like you can't not put this person in. And the fact that just you just bringing up Dolly Parton, it's like her music doesn't matter. Like she can't be in it; she has to go to the. So I think there should be a music Hall of Fame. We have talked. Mm-hmm. We have talked about this. Joe, give him your give him your thoughts. Well, I mean, on there's that. there's so many there's so many ways to try and figure out like what's the distinction. And, like, of the artists that aren't included in the hall and the artists that are. And, like, it's been said before that rock and roll is in reference to an attitude. 
Mm. More <laughs> than a style of music. I mean, that's what that's honestly that's what Ice Cube said when he yes. was inducted, uh, because b- people were making noise about him not being uh, rock and roll. Yeah, but he I mean, he was getting inducted with NWA, and he said, you know, rock and roll is an attitude. And I know when Public Enemy was inducted, Chuck D talked a lot about them coming from blues, from the blues, like they have that common ancestor in blues music. Yeah. Well, and in Joe's opinion, also the roll part of rock and roll is referring to soul music or well, R&B, like, like R&B blues. Because traditionally, I mean, if you look at that first class of uh, people who were inducted, it was, you know, Fats Domino and Little Richard and James Brown and Ray Charles, maybe artists that you don't exactly uh, associate with being rock, but the that initial term rock and roll, that roll part was in there for a reason mm-hmm. to kind of... Uh, allude to those type like R&B and boogie woogie. <laughs> yeah. Boogie woogie. There we go. We got our first boogie woogie on yeah, the podcast. Some, somehow wow. I have yet to say boogie woogie. Hey, is, is Chuck Berry in the Hall of Fame? He was the first person inducted. Okay. Uh, I thought you, I didn't hear you mention him. Just oh, now. I was just pulling. There's like a bunch of oh, names okay. from that first year. Uh, how many people did, how many did they induct the first year? They inducted about 10. Yeah. Hmm. 10 that first year. And then the, the year after that, they inducted 15. Okay. So it was like getting the greats out right up top. Catching yeah. up with a lot of like the 50s and 60s artists that are like kind of architects that are kind of laid the foundation for uh, what rock became. You Is know? there yeah. anybody really surprising in those first two early classes? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's artists that I don't think you might even know, like Big Joe Turner. I know who Big Joe Turner is. Yeah. I do not. Um, you know, you might not expect, we talked about Clyde McFadder. Don't know who that is. Yeah, who is that? And he, he was the guy, he, he's the first person to be inducted twice. So he's, he was in the Drifters as well as having a solo career. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Coasters. The Coasters. I've heard familiar? of them. Yeah. Uh, the Coasters. Man, when are the – that just made me think of the toasters, and I was like, when is, is there going to be a ska? Oh, my God. Is there God. ever going to be – or any ska? No, but, like, um, the specials could get in. I don't think so. Okay. I believe that the first ska band that should go in is a song that sang the theme song to uh, – the, the group that sang the theme song to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings that? So here I stand, doing everything I can. I do not know to what I Is that a ska band? Is there a horns? Now you're doing horns. Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I'm like, I feel like the specials, I don't know. I feel like they're important. Or like the jam is not like a ska band, but they're like, I don't know. Is Fishbone no. in the Hall of Fame? No. Mm-mm. Hmm. You found that peculiar? Yeah. They should be in there. <laughs> Are they eligible? Uh, I think so. Yeah, their first yeah. album was like 1986. 80s, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know a ton about Fishbone. Me neither. Watch what? the documentary. Okay. What's the Very documentary? Very good. Very good documentary. I believe it's called Fishbone. <laughs> well, it should be easy uh, to find that. Let me see. Fishbone doc. Fishbone. Fishbone doc. Yeah, I don't what know. Do? I don't know almost anything about Fishbone. I mean, I. Everyday sunshine. Okay. Huh. Everyday Sunshine is what it's called. Uh, watch that. And then also, another question. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot it. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh. Sky Music. Do y'all know the history of Sky Music? You know, it's like reggae. Reggae, right. yeah. yeah. Have you watched that documentary? I have not. It's called Rock Steady. 
I watched that. That shit. sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Very good. I yeah, I was very into ska music in high school and briefly in college, and then they moved over into kind of indie rock. Thank <laughs> God, <laughs> uh, just for my social life. Right. Uh, Bob Marley's in. He's in Fye. Oh yeah. Good. And uh, Jimmy Cliff. Those are like oh yeah of the like reggae. Of the reggae. Those are probably the things. Yeah, the only those are the biggies. Guys, is there anybody else who's been like nominated or around? I'd... Um. Of that genre, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> that's the band that I. That's the band that sings oh, that song. Goldfinger. Gosh, okay. I've seen them in concert. It's called Superman. Many times. Superman. Oh, I know that song. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I thought I sang it pretty well. Hmm? Maybe not. Well, well, I could no. see. It's on me. You know, it's on me. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Toots and the Maytals uh, oh, getting in. Oh, they could in. get in. I could see them getting in. Yeah, especially if you've got Taj Mahal. You think they could get in? I don't even think I know what that is. Taj Mahal. As yeah. a is that a group? Yeah. It's like a it's like a reggae funkish band from the seventies. The Isley Brothers are in, correct? Yes, they are. And what about the Gap Band? Gap Band is not in, but Parliament of Funkadelic is in. Oh, okay. Uh, what about, uh, what was the other group that I was going to Earth, Wind, Fire is in. Yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Earth, Wind, mm-hmm. and Fire. Were they in FYE? I don't think they were. No, I don't think they were. But they got in, I think, on, their, on the fourth year of eligibility. All right. Were they in FYN? Oh. The first um, year they were nominated? Did they get on in there? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, they were on the ballot twice. Ooh. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, sorry, uh, I'm glad they're in. Good I saw job. I saw Verdine White, who's the bass player, on a flight once. Did yeah. you say I know who you are? Good job. I looked at him and I kind of I kind of like gave him a nod. You gave him the nod, <laughs> and he nodded back. Okay. He just kept brushing his hair. Yeah, he's <laughs> got luxuriant long. He's like one of the most recognizable humans, I think. I Did you no look at him and say, "Hey, like. man, you're a fraud." You're not actually good at bass. <laughs> have you ever heard that? No. Yeah, Questlove said that. Oh, I believe it. The rumor it is Verdine White is not actually good at bass. <laughs> well, most, I mean, most of what you like about Verdine is he's dancing. He's moving so much. Stage. But apparently <laughs> he's, really... he's not fucking it up, you know? He's, yeah. like, he's dancing like he's fucking it up. Yeah, like he's yeah. really grooving, but he's somebody else's. Uh... Yeah. That's so funny. I wish you all could have seen Joe just do this imitation. Because that's really what he's, he's doing. Um, and like sometimes his, his also mouth. Also, Joe's hair is kind of luxuriant right now. So there's a lot to Me and Verdine got a lot. I don't know how to play bass. <laughs> luxuriant like hair. You only groove with I, luxuriant hair. Yeah, for sure. Crushing it. Yeah. Uh, so of, of like those types of, uh, like, I'm trying to think funk, like Isaac Hayes is in. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, this is amazing to me that we even have to have this conversation. But it's also it would be too, not too big. That that it's kind of hard. Maybe I'm leaning more towards Kristen's point. It's kind of hard to have this it's when it's so encompassing. It's so yeah. encompassing. It's like what does it even mean? And also, then again, like it is. It's just you're just you're pulling in your friends. It's like it's why there's so few women in the hall. It's like you're mm-hmm. and also and that's also the problem I think with music and rock in general is that you know we're all just like we're all working with people that are like us and like you know you're following the model of success that has been put out and if what mm-hmm. that is is pre- predominantly male or predominantly white or predominantly whatever you're finding you're you're bringing in your own friends and so when also the voting body and yeah you know and Tina it, Turner's in Tina Turner mm-hmm. yes but you know, what's kind of fucked up she's in with Ike mm-hmm. what she's in I mean, no. Wait, but she's not in alone she's in as Ike and Tina Turner I don't that's, like that. That's, I don't like but that's it. the that's like the the career 
her early career and those like huge hits. It was the two it was of him. them. Yes, yeah. but then later she also True. had her own separate really. Big How many albums did she have too? in the eighties? Gosh, I don't know. Did she I have more know. than What's Love Got to Do with It? Yeah. She had pri- well, private, private dancer, dancer is I was the on the same album. album, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and um, then the Mad Max soundtrack. Oh, seventy nine. No, and she was on the 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 Thunderdome soundtrack doing okay. We Don't Need Another Hero. But her own discography in the eighties, I don't know. It says that her hits. What would get her into the hall is Ike and Tina Turner. Well, what what was that? Proud Mary. Oh, that was everything. I mean, like River Deep Mountain High. River Deep Mountain High. Uh. And then we're going to Nut What's Love Bush. Got to Do With It? <laughs> Nut Bush Nut City Bush Limits. City Limits. City I mean, Limits. okay, that's a third tier. No. Did they perform when they um when they got inducted? Did... I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think maybe I really don't know. Uh, Did they have it was to early. accept it together? Were they like? I you know you, what year? Just... He died. I want to say in like ninety nine. So it would definitely would have been earlier than that. It would have been like early nineties. Just uh, can you imagine having to 91. like accept an award with your abuser? I'm just like no, absolutely. That that's like that's an, extremely I fucked like up. Feel like that's very fucked up. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't like that. That that makes me uncomfortable. Justice for Tina. <laughs> that's where yeah, I'm I mean, at. I am with you 100. Uh, percent I I do think Tina Turner was such a strong woman though that she probably would have like went up there, gave her speech, and like got the fuck out of there. I mean, that's what. Yeah, I I mean, oh, Tina Turner. My grandma, my grandpa, um, loved Tina Turner and had the private dancer concert video on VHS and would watch <laughs> it. Like I would go to their house and my grandpa would just have it playing on the television. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. I'm yeah. a private dancer. Yeah. I'm looking, for money. She had three albums in the eighties. Uh Private Dancer, Break Every Rule. Oh yeah. Never heard of it. And what about Foreign Simply Affair. the Best? That's just You're her. She's amazing. Best. Tina on her own, I think, is better than Tina with Ike. I'm glad that they mm-hmm. were together because it like got it broke her career and everything. Mm-hmm. But no. To me, it's Tina. Fuck Ike. Go yeah. home. And I you you know, technically could uh she induct could get her inducted solo. again solo. That's you know, Simon and Garfunkel were inducted, and Paul Simon was inducted uh, by himself. Well, justice for Garfunkel. When's Art Garfunkel going to get his <laughs> Yeah, we got to get Garfunkel in there. By Imagine himself. having to accept an award with the abuser. <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. Oh, man. Yeah. I I can't believe that Tina's not in on her own. I feel like it, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's then some garbage. I, I guess you, you, you wonder, is it? A priority because she's already in. Is it a priority to put her in no. again, or do you want to, you know, maybe go for somebody else, go for other artists who, you know, are snubbed were, and aren't in at all? Yeah, Janet you know? Jackson. Um, right. But like, oh, it does bum me out. I wish they could just do a little retroactive thing, you know, just a mm-hmm. quickie montage. Like, oh, also Tina's in on her own. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's one of the things I like about the hall is that it's uh, changing or, or the, it has the ability to change. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to put Tina Turner in by herself next year, they could or in the next five years. They also can induct as many people as they want every year. That's the other thing. Yeah. That's like there's just no rules, mm. yeah. which is great. And like, yes, very rock and roll to have no rules. But also there's no rules. So like mm-hmm. – what does anything mean? I don't know. This is. Right. Like, I get you. Why? Uh, no, it, it's confounding, but I like the fact that, you know, if there's a group or artist who deserves to be in, they will get in. Now, there's injustices with them not getting in on time, you know, not getting, like, having to wait a long time. 
But I think what's nice is that if they're deserving, they'll get in. I, I believe that. Wow, you believe in like the benevolence of the hall. It's <laughs> like the sincerity on your face when you said that, Joe, was like, I just believe they'll get in. I hope you're right. I always like how the old ass dudes like end up like being like, let's get it. Let's get it going again. And then like you watched the Eagles documentary, didn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't. I really Required love your commitment watching. to music documentaries. Oh, I love them. They're the best. Ah, yeah, I those are my favorites. are too. the best. I would say I used to watch all the behind the musics on VH1, mm-hmm. but I, I do not as, as VH1 oh has – Faded to the wayside. I I don't watch. I I don't put the. I'll put them in my queue sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm never. Imagine yeah. watching behind the music, but for way four hours deeper, <laughs> and for four hours way deeper. I don't know the behind Eagles, the music stayed you, on the why, What's good about the Eagles documentary? Oh my, oh my gosh, what's bad about it? Right, nothing. The Eagles. Well, because the thing is, yes, maybe their music, <laughs> okay, but. Exactly. Like Why seeing... do you hate the Eagles? I love the Eagles. I, like the I Eagles don't, too. Love, I don't uh, love the Eagles. I don't hate the Eagles, but I don't love the, the Eagles. The personalities at play are in such juxtaposition with the music they're playing. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Like they're like because the music's kind of mellow, and easy yeah. breezy. And they are yeah. alpha males. Easy feeling. Yeah, and they're just fighting each other. And they yeah stealing at each other's, each other's wives. Oh yeah. I yeah I don't no, I don't know if it goes that far, but it, a lot of it's just like. Hey, you go out there and you sing that fucking high note because they want to <laughs> yeah. hear it. And if you're not able to do it, you're fucking out of this. Do band. they have footage like, of this? Yes. Oh, yeah. And he's oh. like, I'm able to do it, but I don't want to anymore. Oh, my God. Like, it's the best. It's... And just being petty uh, and just being uh, Young, real assholes. egotistical men who had just gotten into fame. Like. All the cocaine too, I'm sure. That's just like uh-huh. that's like the drugs. cocaine. Well, yeah, Joe Walsh toxic is drugs, like a, toxic a maniac. Women, toxic masculinity, all piled, all in. piled in one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don Henley seemed to have made it out. Like he he honestly was he was like the one that was never fighting. He seemed to stay out of it, and that might be a problem on its own. Where like maybe he needed to stick up for somebody, and he just kind of yeah. <laughs> took Glenn, a seat. Glenn Frey and Don Felder, they were at each other's. They throats. were at each other's throats, like on stage, like doing like little, like, like turning around, shit. being like after, and they have some audio footage of it, being like you and me after the show, yeah. <laughs> for real. Well, Don, you got to be the biggest asshole I ever met. Like they're like linked arms, like mm-hmm. just saying Hotel oh California, just got done and, with the and, and like yeah, putting their putting their hands up at the end of the concert and being yeah. like, I'm gonna I'm fucking fuck tear you, you yeah. up. I'm gonna fuck you. Wait till we get back to the limb. I'm gonna fuck you up. Like that's so and, good. And they hated each other until the end. Like because when they came back in like '94, and then again, yeah, in like I 2001, remember the Hell freezes over. Yeah, yeah. like Don Felder didn't come back. He was like, I'm not fucking with that dude. It's like you that like you guys are 50 and 60 now, get and you still don't it. like each other. That makes me scared. Like, I yeah. know. Like who who are whose bridges am I burning right now? Right, you would know because would if, know. if it was to this extent, you would know. Uh, when the Eagles were inducted, that's what I was going to ask for the first and only time. Every band member played at the same time, so the, oh. the dudes who replaced each other hell like, really did freeze over. Wait, yeah. they all played so many drummers, many. No, the, I mean guitars. Don Henley's been the only drummer. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, then Glenn Fry, who's the other vocalist uh-huh. uh, and guitar player. And then Joe Walsh was there, guitar well, player. He replaced that dude Barry. He uh, Bernie, Bernie. Ledden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, and that guy was there. 
Yeah. And they all were playing. So many guitars. So just two one basses, drummer, thankfully. Yeah. It <laughs> two, was noise. Two basses, <laughs> Randy, Randy Meisner and uh, Timothy Schmidt. They were both playing bass. Just trading off notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going, going every other. I love it. Going every happened. other. That'd be so good. But that's another thing that's great, I think, about the Hollis. Oh, bands that is reunite. true. It gives uh, you, the thing. Uh, the biggest problem too is this year's induction ceremony sucked. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Who got in this year? As Bon Jovi, Dire Straits, uh, Moody Blues, the fucking Moody Blues, uh, the Cars, and then uh, a breath of fresh air, Nina, Nina Simone, Simone and Sister Rosetta Tharp. I saw the Cars one, or did Sting get inducted before? Wait, what? The Cars. No, Sting is uh, the Sting's, oh, Sting. Oh shit! The police. Yeah, Sting's the police. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> Shot. Uh, when did have the police? Are the police in? Yeah, oh, I I have fucked up so many things yeah. on this show. Um, uh, wait, the police are in. Yeah, Fye, come on, Fye for sure. Yeah. Did that, Sting in separately as well? No, he's been nominated separately, but he's not. Uh, I bet he'll get in separately probably. as well. I remember him performing though, like with the thing, or was that Kennedy Center Honors? I don't know. Well, they got inducted in two thousand three. So if you're remembering 15 years ago, then yes, that was the performance. It might have been Kennedy Center, honestly. Yeah, right. You said I'm an English night in New York. <laughs> uh, that was a 2003. Was a good year for FYUs. Elvis Costello. Oh, the Clash. Oh my gosh. Police. Oh my gosh. I want to see the show. It's a great one. Wait, I have some of it. Who else is in that? Uh, 2003 was the Clash, Elvis Costello, the Police, ACDC, and the Righteous Brothers. That's a good Ooh, year. Brothers. Yeah. Still alive then too. Yeah. Also, there... there's a lot of um... maybe not anymore. There's a lot of kind of like new wave predecessors in that class, which is mm-hmm. kind of one of my favorite types of rock and roll. And mm-hmm. so you've got, oh, I love little, little Elvis Costello in there. That's great. Elton inducted him. Was he out and he was FYE? Yeah. All, uh, Elvis and uh, the police in the clash, all FYE that same year. Clash. The clash. Oh. Is that Rock yeah. the Casbah? Yes. Yep. All right. That's them. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, I'm calling. That's. Oh, How see? many songs did they have? Ooh, they had a the lot. Clash had a lot. Yeah. 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 Should I stay or should I go? Oh, okay. Yeah. London Calling, Rock the Casbah. And then other ones that you may not know the name, but you'd recognize them if you heard them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I really like the Clash a lot. And then another thing I think the hall is good for is reminding people of artists that maybe they've forgotten, like Sister Rosetta Tharp, like we just said. What did she say? So she, you wouldn't know her music, but she, she was... She got in a special category. She was in early influence because she was around the 40s. Mm-hmm. But she was this uh, queer black woman who played electric guitar and shredded and influenced Elvis. The footage Elvis of her is so Johnny Cash. amazing. She's just like, like... Old black and white ripping footage. Ripping it up. Ripping it she's up got in the a, middle. She's got an electric guitar and she's just... Is she in like a church dress? Yeah, yes. kind of. Yeah, and there's, there's some there's some videos where there's like a chorus behind her, like clapping and singing, and she's she's just belting it and and ripping it up. She's that was one of that's the coolest part about the this year's inductees. Absolutely, was like her whole like learning about her. Well, let's get into the artist uh, you chose for today, Carl. Uh, I think one of the biggest snubs. Yeah, we're talking to Whitney Houston. You know what? After listening to Who's In and Who's not in? Mm-hmm. I would argue that Whitney Houston is the biggest snub. It is some yeah. bullshit. Could we, be. we have talked Could about be. the lack of divas. A few episodes ago, we really went on a big tear about how you should just induct all the VH1 divas. I include <laughs> Gloria Estefan in that. I include Shania Twain. I don't fucking care. Put them all in. Anyone who mm-hmm. ever sang on a VH1 divas thing, just collectively induct them. Is Aretha in? 
Oh yeah, she better okay. be. I was the, like, the do first, not. The first that would be a bigger snub. The first okay. one rejected. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think put Mariah in. You put him. Mariah, Mariah Carrion. She's not in, but she will be. Put her in. Mariah can get in. The thing there's yeah. a uh, like we've said there's like a backlog because it's almost like. It's almost like you, you take care of Whitney and Janet before you get to Mariah. Just if you're trying to have yes, a sense of order to, to these have things, some yeah. order, I guess. Patty yeah. Labelle, no, <gasps> no mm. Patty. Uh, Dionne Warwick, no. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh, Donna what? Summer is in. Summer Donna. Donna. Why is Donna Summer, Summer is in and not Whitney Houston? The, this shit is crazy. And not Patty Labelle. Why I, is it because of disco? Is it because the white people were like, we know her from disco? What is I, this? Well, they. The the hall, the hall has not been good to disco. The band Chic was nominated 11 times before they just put Nyla Rogers in. With oh, that's category. right. They seem to not like disco. And what kind of sucks for Donna Summer is she was nominated a lot, and then she got in right after she died. Mm. Oh. Which is a fucking bummer. Uh, Chic, as a band, shouldn't be in. But... Well, I think Donna Summer has the, the... You know, there's songs like I Feel Love that were, like, very new and kind of... Uh, innovative. So I think some of the stuff she did was, uh, yeah. Who did her tribute? Jennifer Hudson. Okay. It did was great. she sing She Works Hard for the Money? She sang uh, <laughs> Last Chance. Oh. It was great. and uh, That's such a great song. It was really, really good. And Public Enemy was being inducted that year. And Did uh, Flava uh, Flav come out and just yeah, hype it? Last <laughs> Chance, boy! Kind of. He was in the audience, like, going nuts, dancing. And I think that kind of opened up everybody else to dance because sometimes at these shows people are kind of just people sitting at their are tables, just sitting at their stupid tables, mm. watching. Ugh. And Flav, Flav is they almost need to like cut around Flav for the broadcast because he's like pulling focus. Uh, he's really going nuts and like. Uh, well, hi- he's a hype man. That's is he like, like in the front, deal. like at the stage? Yes, he's like okay. basically at the lip of the stage. <gasps> That's uh, he funny. like came up. Oh, I like. I mean, he that. Did, he's not on stage, but you know, no, he's but like, like he ran up. Yes, to, like, get close. you can see him. It's like impossible to. <laughs> it's impossible to not cut around him. And Jennifer Hudson is just talk about Flav. Somebody with absolutely no shame, and it's. So and, hard to be a flavor flave when you're black because you is you're, you're just subject for constant ridicule, yeah. and he just is like I don't care I'm ugly I'm, <laughs> I have done my drugs I don't need more Stupid. Yeah. I seems dumb I'm aware this I'm gonna like be me unapologetically me yeah, yeah. I, and he apparently has one of the notoriously long induction speeches oh really uh, when he was accepting uh, I think it upset Chuck D. Uh, <laughs> Everything about Flavor Flav upsets yeah. Chuck D. I right. I think it's like how did that <laughs> Yeah. But he's like, I can't be I, I wouldn't be who I am yep. without this guy. Yep. But geez Louise, he's an asshole. <laughs> right. Uh well Carl, I'm interested in hearing uh about what Whitney Houston means to you, what your connection is to this artist. Okay. Uh what Whitney Houston means to me is that's my mother's music. Mm-hmm. Like my mother's generation of her music from yeah. Whitney's first album, what I believe is 1984, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up until, you know, her last few albums, like, before death and stuff. Right. And, like, my mom loves Whitney Houston. I love Whitney Houston's music. Uh, to me, her voice is not only I, – I I would like to – I like to, you know, try to rank singers. Mm-hmm. I think her and Aretha Franklin – you have to give it to Aretha Franklin – yeah, but I think she's the second best singer of all time. Yeah. I Whitney Houston. Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's the voice. Her voice is so you know? pure. It didn't go away until her drug use got 
real bad. And even then, she could still kind of like remember on was it on a. Uh, Oh, and she has so many songs. I'm, now yeah. I'm just like thinking about it. There's so many. Songs. There's a performance on like Dancing with the Stars or something, uh, like you know, late in her life where it was, it was kind of touch and go because mm-hmm. uh, she had been kind of ravaged by the the substance abuse. Yeah. What was she on when she was singing? And uh, I will always love you. And she was just going, and I. It actually was really funny, but sad at the same time. You know, she was just like, oh my god, Whitney, what have you done? And she was like, and I will always love you. And it was just like, oh, Whitney. But she she sang on the Michael Jackson, uh, the 2001 thing, the September 10th, 2001, Ooh. New oh, York, wow. uh, Michael Jackson reunion, the Jackson family reunion thing. Oh. Okay. She sang, uh, Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Say. She was like, okay. Todd, get over. Tell her to get under. And it was just like, <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But we're not here to talk about her no. shortcomings. Yeah, we're here to talk about her, her literally being... In my opinion, what it means to sing, like as far as like popular artists sing, I'm sure there's like some woman in church that can sing better <laughs> yeah. than everybody we've ever heard, and mm-hmm. her voice literally makes you cry and go to heaven immediately. But <laughs> Whitney Houston and like Aretha Franklin and Mariah Carey and Patti LaBelle, these people have voices that are once in a lifetime. And also, yep. Whitney Houston was skinny as a beanpole. Singing like that. That's yeah, a right. fat woman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> she just had it inside. I, um, Whitney Houston is also, was my grandpa, <laughs> I guess, had a type. Yeah, uh, yeah, he also loved, loved Whitney Houston. He loved the video for I Will Always Love You. Yeah. That, when she's sitting backwards in the chair with her blazer on. Mm-hmm. My grandpa, I mean, he would make everyone shut up when that video came on television. I mean, he is right to do so. <laughs> yeah. Because... The fact that Whitney Houston had a voice like that, but was like stereotypically supermodel beautiful. Yeah, and she was a model. Yeah, yeah. to to the yeah, she yeah. was beautiful to the point where she straight up was a model. Yeah, it's like this shit is um, uh, amazing. Yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah, she's uh, she Whitney was... Houston is a miracle. Well, and has she ever been nominated? Has it ever no. come up that she should be in the Mm-mm. hall? Like, do why do you think that's because she's a vocalist? Like, what the hell? My guess is i don't know again i think like the people who don't but would vouch for her are trying to get shaka khan in first you know are trying okay. to get you know that's my guess uh, has shaka khan been nominated she's been nominated a lot shock O'Conn? Shock, has shock O'Conn been nominated <laughs> they, it's like they go back and forth they'll nominate shaka khan they'll nominate her band rufus uh and then they'll be like well, maybe not rufus maybe we'll just do shaka khan but like for the past four years or something and it also feels like there's a really serious amount of tokenism that happens with the inductions. So it's like mm-hmm. we can have three or four all-white, all-male bands. Yeah. Then we have one either woman or person of color or we'll if have that. one yeah. hip-hop mm-hmm. act or we'll right. have one thing that isn't just a band full of yeah. white dudes. It's in the – yeah, that's that's and it's up. And it's like – it's like we, for some reason, can't have two. Like, you could never get Whitney and Janet inducted in the same year, which is stupid to it's me. Nuts. Like, you should get Chaka Khan and Whitney Houston inducted in the same year mm-hmm. to me. Wait, is Chaka, did we Chaka talk, Khan she's is not, not no. in. Yeah, she's also an extremely gifted vocalist. Like, Absolutely. I mean, my God. Right. Put, put them in. both in in the same goddamn year. Have Induct the divas. Yeah. Induct <laughs> the divas. Just do it all at once. You just fucking. It's nuts. Ugh. It's nuts to me. 
when I saw that, when I was looking, because you texted me and I was like, ooh, I got to pick somebody good. And I was on the, I was in a bar when I said, I'll, I'll send you one. And I'm and I, the song that's playing on the radio is the Ohio Players uh, Fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, I'll talk about the Ohio Players. And they're not in, and they could be. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I was like, let me just look through a list of people who aren't in. And I was going to bring up the Ohio Players almost uh, – not jokingly, but like, yeah, it's like Could fun, it have been? fun to get into yeah. their career. Yeah, it's fun to like hear like, yeah, what is a, there a world yeah. where they could is get inducted? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And then I saw that Whitney Houston wasn't, and Janet Jackson. Not even I, mean, I didn't even see Shaka Khan on this list. Yeah, but the fact that neither of the, both of them were on the list, I was like, oh shit, I want to talk about Janet Jackson. And then I scrolled down a little bit more. I was like, Whitney Houston. That's how I. Yeah, it is. It's like. Shahaking Khan. It is Shahaking Khan. Here's the deal about Winnie Houston that to me is where do you want to start? Uh, should we start through her life or should we start through? Because I, I maybe I'll say this early. I'll blow this load very yeah, early. Go for we it. We can go back. Yeah, to it's it. fine. But Winnie Houston was one is one of the biggest crossover artists ever. Yes, without a doubt. So that's the issue. Mm-hmm. With this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, considering that there are so many people who are in this shit that were only popular to one group of people. Yes, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, and whether it be black artists that were only popular to black people or like, but I don't think any of the it's, black artists in were just popular to black people. Yeah, it's it's mostly. No, it's there, mostly, you need to almost be a, unless it's like one of the early, early groups, you know, like I'm not entirely sure. Because there's some of these groups like Little Anthony and the Imperials. I don't really know what their That's appeal was. Because it's like yeah. old school. But back then, pop music, just like today, hip hop music is pop music. So back mm-hmm. then, like right R and B, that boogie woogie rock and roll type stuff mm-hmm. was pop music. Those, like those groups got to perform on American Bandstand and stuff like that, even though they didn't get to like stay at the hotel and right. they were like performing that. for white audiences. Yes, for sure, know? they were so popular it's almost amongst like white artists. To be to be inducted, you have to have achieved some sort of crossover into yeah. white audiences. Whether Somewhat. you only appealed to white audiences or you crossed over from another, from like mm-hmm. black audiences over into white audiences, it's, yeah, it, it, it feels like that is seems to be. It's kind of nuts. Like the a group, uh, the OJ's. Yeah, you know, I think were they charted on the R and B charts way more than they did on the pop charts. Yeah, but they did. There are some songs that like everybody knows from the OJ's, yeah. and they yeah, are Love in. Train, Love Train, yeah, Love Train, and uh, Money uh, for the Love of Money, for the Love of Money, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good song too. Yeah, uh, but also, good sample. Um, that Elvis Costello. No disrespect to him at all. My man's not charting. He ain't charting on the R&B charts. He's no, not charting no, on no. any charts. No, no, yeah. he's not charting. I mean, in just, England, maybe. Yeah, he's not. Has he ever, I mean, what is the most popular Elvis Costello song? Veronica? In? Or like wow. every. Uh, yeah, or Every Day I Write the Book. Yeah. God. Those, those, like the late ones that aren't from the great albums. Yeah. But those are like his highest charting. I know uh, Elvis Costello from the Zeitgeist. Yeah. I don't like, know any of his music. It's like you mm-hmm. know of Elvis Costello. Yes. Exactly. You know, you know that he's important. I know yeah. that he wears black glasses and a fedora. Yes. I know him from The Simpsons. Yeah. I know him from (laughs) Austin Powers. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't know him from anything else. Mm Yeah. No, totally. And he's more just like, I think he's an influencer, but it is wild. (laughs) Well, the way you say it (laughs) makes it sound like he's on Vine. He's huge on Vine. (laughs) But it is wild that Elvis Costello is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Whitney Houston is not. Like, that's a really wild thing to think about. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's also fucking wild that fucking Bon Jovi is in the goddamn Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Whitney Houston is not. Like, Even I know some of his songs. I feel like some of his songs were a little bit more crossover than Elvis Costello's are. Just because, like, my dad surprises me with his music knowledge. But it's very, <laughs> it's very interesting because my dad is, like, the most, like, country, like, black, like, bar- big... Fat barbecued, okay. ex NFL like like my dad is not a Elvis Costello fan. I tell you that no, much. Mm-hmm. But, but he's bon not Jovi, a Bon Jovi fan. But he, my dad, like he's heard. You he'll know, be like, you said we gotta hold yeah. on <laughs> to what we've got. He knows that song. Yeah. yeah, and it's because I asked him about this one day because we were like riding in the car and like the radio came on. It was like Duran Duran came on or mm-hmm. something, and he was singing a song. I'm like, Dad, how do you know this song? He was just like, shit. Back in my day, there was only one channel that played music videos. So if you wanted to get to Michael Jackson, Prince, Ray Parker Jr., you had to watch two and a half hours of this shit. Yeah, that is like, so very true. true. Yes, and, very true. and is Ray Parker Jr. In there? Right he is on? not. No. Okay, Duran Duran is not though either. Ah, uh, they were very popular. Tears for Fears? Are they? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I like Tears. Ray Park Jr. wrote a lot of songs. That's why I asked my. Oh, for He's sure. He's bigger than Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my yeah, his dad, contributions like, go beyond his recording. Career. Yeah, they, my mom and dad both said like they would have to sit and watch all. So they, their music, their musical knowledge is expanded so much because in like they wouldn't play Michael Jackson's "Beat It" or Prince's um, "1999" mm-hmm. or Ghostbusters until the end of the show or Lionel Richie's "Say You Say Me." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I have some – so there's no real good way to figure out – like the hall has not said, here's a list of criteria we use to determine who's uh, worthy inductee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've tried to assemble some categories that can help us to figure out if an artist is uh, credible. This is Joe's for fun criteria. <laughs> <laughs> it's for this podcast, okay? <laughs> oh, yes. Let's All do right. it. So the first is critical acclaim. Does Whitney Houston have the uh, attention and respect of critics? And I would say yes. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Um, and she's a multi-Grammy winner too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. She's she, won yeah. a lot of Grammys. She's won Grammys from her first album on. Okay. She won Grammys for the first album? She won Best. The Greatest Love of All. Best Female Vocal Performance. Yeah. Yes. On The Greatest Love of All. Mm-hmm. Which oh is such a gosh. beautiful song. And she, there was a very, uh, at the time, controversial snub. She was not nominated for Best New Artist because she was deemed ineligible because she had done a duet with Teddy Pendergast like the mm. year before and it was like it, it was messed up that's rude who won that year do you know I mean it'd be weird if you might did. have been Sade oh, which is still okay. pretty good alright sure and they gave it to a black person because at the Grammys that time like it, like they would sometimes give the black artist awards like during the commercial break. Oh, oh my god! And they would call like, "All right, over the break, we gave the best black single to best best jungle single to <laughs> <laughs> just like over the commercial break, over which is crazy. To me. That's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think definitely has critical claim. Uh, and even if there are prickly critics who don't like her music, they all give well, it up. Doesn't- like I just feel like she's so universal mm-hmm. though. Like that's what I mean. Like when I say my grandpa, I don't mean mm-hmm. like my open minded, cool ass grandpa. I mean mm-hmm. my grandpa was just like, that is a beautiful woman who can sing. Like Right. Well this is the <laughs> one I'm getting to. If you don't like the songs themselves or the production or that type of music, everybody gives it up for her as a singer. Yeah. 
like she just has a voice that is undeniable yeah you know so that and it comes through even like the critics who only like elvis costello have to say whitney's got maybe one of one of the best voices of all time oh. arguably the best all right uh next up is does whitney have a classic album and i would say that first Ooh. that first uh release is a classic album the self-titled whitney houston i would say definitely cuz one because that is the album that introduced her to everybody mm-hmm. so that's has that has that kind of impact it was also uh that album has uh the greatest love of all that has you give good love one of my, that's my top two favorite Whitney Houston. Uh, How song. will I know? Oh, saving all my love for you. Oh. That was all on that. That's Are you that serious? All on that first album. On wow. You that. give good love. What a banger! How will I know? Oh. Greatest love of all. It's and saving all my love for you. Yes, that is a oh classic album. Oh my gosh! Album. And look at her on that cover with her hair pulled back. Uh-huh. Oh my god! And this is an album that is cited every once in a while when referring to the greatest albums of all time. And I think the same kind of what I was talking about before. Some of the tracks have a production that is a little '80s and a little of its time uh, that makes it, you know, pulls it from being super timeless. But I, her voice shines through and yeah. kind of overpowers any like kind of corny production or. You know. It's funny too that her first album was called Whitney Houston, and then her second album was called Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> like, yeah, that one has some hits on it too. That one, that I want to dance yeah. with somebody. So emotional. Uh, I get so emotional. Where do broken hearts go? Where do broken hearts? I would go? say this is also a great album. Maybe, maybe not in the classic category mm-hmm. the way the first one is. Mm-hmm. And I, I would also say the uh, the Bodyguard soundtrack. I mean, Ooh, wee. that is. Again, not maybe not classic, but you can't deny that thing. That thing was a behemoth. Uh, that's the oh my gosh, yeah, best-selling soundtrack album of all time. Really? Oh, I believe forty-two that. million. Damn. Uh, yeah. So I would say yeah, she has one classic album to her name, in addition to having pretty solid albums beyond that. Is that and also is the amount really of singles one? is just... I mean, I mm-hmm. think if you're counting sing, I mean, we don't... We'll get to that, We'll yeah. talk about singles in a second, but yeah. I mean, yeah, what I mean by that, Carl, is like, does she have an album that is like... Like iconic, top to bottom? Top okay, like, maybe not. The, the ba- like one of the greatest of all time, including everyone. I would say you that first one, it's in like, contention. Like, what's her thriller? She doesn't yeah. really have it. Um, But let's talk about songs. Does Whitney have iconic songs? Um, yes. And I would say her most iconic, a song she didn't, uh, it was a cover, but is, you know, one of the most iconic performances of all time, I Will, I will Always, always love, love You. you. Yeah. I, also I think that think is an iconic song. second is I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm-hmm. I feel like that song is so, I, that is a party starter of a song mm-hmm. that's a song where at any time i'm at a party or a wedding or a thing where you want people to dance you throw on i want to dance with somebody and everybody in the room all ages Erupts. everybody is like oh, yes and they yeah. get to mm-hmm. the damn dance floor like that is and everybody knows all the lyrics yes yeah that that is and a... it's got the great don't you want to dance say you want to dance don't yeah you want to da- dance i mean it's got ev- it's so good and then in terms of being like I we'll get to rec- generally recognizable songs but of uh, songs that are iconic then I would maybe throw in How Will I Know oh. as well because mm-hmm. I yes. think that's uh and all three of those songs have withstood the test of time 
and continue. I remember that music video too, the How Will I Know music video. She wears a lot of wigs in it. Right. <laughs> oh, that was it's the one. Like, it's like very bright color. Like, the light, yeah, it's super and she's just looking and the It's like mostly just close ups of her face. And I asked my mom. I was like, "How does she change her hair so much?" And my mom was like, "Those are wigs, honey." I was like, "I really did not know." Uh, and then even beyond that, there are just. I mean, this is a woman who had seven consecutive number one singles, the yeah. most of Whoa. anyone consecutive. Uh, really? Yeah. Starting. What were they? Okay, starting from "Saving All My Love for You." How will I know? Greatest love of all. I want to dance with somebody. Didn't we almost have it all? Ugh. So emotional. Where do broken hearts go? Those, Those are, are all number one. Number one on the in Billboard charts. On the, period. On, on, Not just R and B. No. Hot 100, the U.S. singles chart, number one, and that's 85 to 87. No, excuse me, 88. 85 to 88. Every single she released went to number one. Which beat uh, the Beatles and the Bee Gees. They had six. Wow. Are and the then, Bee Gees in yeah, the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Where, justice for Whitney. <laughs> yeah, justice for Whitney yeah. for sure. What do we have to do? It's because of the term rock and roll. Yeah. I just I think, think so. that that's what's They're snubbing people. Mm-hmm. You guys can end this podcast today. I think we figured it out. <laughs> that's what's snubbing people. That's how they get away with the snub is yeah. by saying, oh, rock, and, rock roll. and roll. Yeah. Hmm. But you're telling me that like. Public Enemy is more rock and roll than Whitney. Do you mean like, oh, because of the attitude thing? I think so. Yeah, for the sure. The attitude thing, yeah. Sure. Okay. Maybe they want to eliminate like big pop. But also. But I think also, I mean, we'll. But you're telling me that Michael Jackson is more rock and roll? Like, I, I mean, if I had to say who's more rock and roll, Michael Jackson or yes. Whitney, I'd say Michael, Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, Dirty definitely. Diana. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, but yes. But Janet had Black Cat. Come on. I mean, Janet's been Janet's been nominated. You know, she there, has. She's been nominated twice. Has Whitney ever been nominated? Whitney's never been nominated. What? What is that about? Yeah, that is very weird. It is strange. It's, I mean, somebody's upset with Whitney. It's I. It's just it is the overlooking and tokenism. It's the idea that you can only nominate one. So if Shaka Khan is going to be nominated this year, we can't also nominate Whitney. It's like. It is really, it's just uh, and, insidious. It, yeah. I it, think posthumous awards are bullshit. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. It, I mean, it, then, I mean then we, she's never getting it. <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> I don't know how to tell she ain't gonna, she, Well, she wasn't going to get it anyway. Like, she's never going to get it. Yeah. Is it in Never going to get it. Never going to get it. I would put in vo- they're in my They're in my heart of fame. Nah. <laughs> in Vogue can't get in there. Um, <laughs> if you can't get Whitney in, like, <laughs> in Vogue is not in. And then just just going through the number one, so that was of the 80s. She had seven number ones. And then the 90s, she had I'm Your Baby Tonight, Oof. All the Man That I Need. That's my favorite Whitney song. Oh, uh, that's a good song. Which I know, one? All, All the, the Man, man That I, I need. need. That one's a really good one. That's my lip sync song. Uh, if I ever do drag races. <laughs> and then, of course, I Will Always Love first? You. Uh, I Will Always Love You was a four-time platinum single. Uh, and then Exhale, Shoop Shoop. Mm-hmm. Was uh, her last number one? But really? Then, oh, but but she still had she still had songs that were you but know it's in the not top right, five. But it's okay to not get out, get in there. Uh, that it, was a that went to number four in ninety nine. What about my love mm-hmm. is your love? That was number that went to number four as well. Also ninety nine. Uh, she got she mine. got pretty deep R and B after that. I would say mm-hmm. one of the last songs Chaka Khan, though was on my love is your love yeah. and uh, her I'm every woman her I'm yeah. every woman did that all, not go number one number four they're all going to number four and <laughs> okay. stop it stalling out there wow. I uh I think like there was a song that she had right before she died million dollar bill yes that's I love that song 
with my whole heart and soul. Did that song even chart? No. It, yeah. uh, Nobody it, knows that song. Num- yeah. it, on, the, on, the one, on the list, on the top 100, it went to 100. It went to 100? Oh, my yeah. okay. gosh. I, I, R&B chart, R&B 16. Chart. Here's yeah. some truth about that song. That song is so – it means a lot to me and my friend group. And my friends at their wedding, it was in 2000, probably uh, – 12 that they got married they wouldn't tell us what their wedding song was and this is a straight couple that got married and they were like um and they were like our wedding our our first dance is a surprise and their first dance was million dollar bill and as soon as it starts listen a little bit of listen a little bit of million dollar bill oh my god a song that i don't think i know so as soon as this part soon as that happened the whole dance floor everybody like rushed in because they were like not gonna dance alone to this song this song is so this is the the most underrated when they used it because this is yeah 2009 oh yeah you, I, when we get to the chorus is when it really just kicks in but this is beautiful this is a very fun song to see drag to as well here it is here's it Oh yeah, this is a jam. This is a jam. What year was this? This was 2009. You know who's a credited songwriter on this? Alicia Keys. Oh yeah. Apparently Alicia Keys wrote this song. This is such. Oh, this is such a jam. I love this song so much. She she mustered that. She mustered it up for that song. Yeah. Because she She was was, not in good shape. Yeah, she was not in good shape. But wowie i mean does this song even the only videos i've ever seen of this song are of like um houses full of gay men on vacation together Mm -hmm. doing like choreographed dances to (laughs) it yeah i could you know see that very clearly (laughs) like that is there's a really good one that that my friends and i used to watch a lot um you know what's also weirdly i almost want to say is a whitney houston song is the star spangled banner (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, it's so wrong. You are right. You uh, are that's right. the definitive version, as far as I'm concerned. That's the best one. Oh my gosh! Ever. Oh, yeah. Even oh. Colin Kaepernick had to get up for that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! If they just played that one, I think people would have a hard time kneeling. If yes, they only Lester. played the Whitney <laughs> yeah. Houston. Yes, your Lester tweeted today like we should make. We should, like black people, we should get so lit for the national anthem that white people get scared and stop playing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh should. my god, that's the way to do it. That's really <laughs> the only way around this bullshit. <laughs> it, it really made me laugh just thinking about all the NFL players just in the middle of the field, like, just go! <laughs> going nuts. And yeah. the rock yeah, <laughs> that really that's, made people hate it. It's like we're not on our knees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. My gosh. Uh, but uh, it, it's an understatement to say that Whitney's got a collection of uh, songs that are incredible. Uh, and not only incredible, but clearly resonated with people. Uh, and we'll get into, does Whitney Houston, this is an insane question, <laughs> does Whitney Houston uh, have commercial appeal? <laughs> and holy shit. Hmm, uh, TBD. Those yeah, we'll first two albums sold, each sold over 20 million which is incredible. And then, yeah, all her albums were turning, you know, diamond or, or like several times platinum. Uh, then the next two after that were... What does diamond mean? Diamond means uh, over 10 times platinum. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So that's uh, that's something. So, yeah. 
And pretty much everything she was releasing, especially during her heyday, was selling 10 million, which is incredible. She's, you know, up there with the highest selling performers of all time. Oh, she's so great. I just have enjoyed being able to talk about Whitney Houston yeah. for this long. This has been a... Also, can I give a personal shout out to Whitney Houston? One of my favorite things about her is how um, sweaty she was. <laughs> She yeah. was an una- she was a very glistening performer. She did not dance. She was stood still, and the effort of singing would just she would you know, be the just beads. slick. You should give a shout out to Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it is like a woman who also sweats quite profusely. I felt I felt you find a kinship with uh, with Whitney. Yeah, you felt re- represented. That was how I was like. I feel seen. Thank you, girl. <laughs> don't don't ever put your tissue away. She had her little <laughs> handkerchief out, yeah. pat blotting her face, Bobby. Bobby. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is one of the clips from that show that also my friends and I used to do. Because she would just, when she got so mad at him, she would just start to sing at him. She would be like, I am not doing this right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Was this a a, a reality show? Yeah, Yeah. they had a reality show. Was it called Whitney and Bobby or what was it? Being Bobby Brown. That was it. Oh, good lord. That's probably rough to watch. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's rough to watch now. Yeah, yeah, because it's just sad now. Yeah. And, and no one's you see little Bobby Christina on there, too. And it's just yeah, like, geez. imagine what Bobby Brown is going through now. Like, he probably is, like, so remorseful of just his choices in life. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, is he clean? Is he... He is clean now, I believe. I think, yeah, he is clean now. And how is Bobby Christina doing? What's She's the... dead. She died. She died? Yeah. I know that she went into a coma, but then there was that whole big thing that she wasn't dead. No, she died. No, she died. But then she died? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. God, I feel it's terrible really about how brash I was in asking how she was doing. Yeah. But I did know that she had gone into a coma, but then yeah. there was the big thing where it was like, she's not dead yet, everybody back off. Yeah. Unfortunately. Bobby Brown wasn't a bad guy. That's the thing. Like, I mean, he had, he's got his issues. He's a demons, yeah. But he wasn't like an abuser and assaulter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel bad for him that he had lost like his like love of his life and his daughter. Mm-hmm. And both to drugs, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, very sad. Uh, the longevity of Whitney's career. Uh, you know, she first recording 85. And, you know, even the album she released in 98 was still selling 10 million. And also she was still putting out bangers in 2009. Mm-hmm. Million Dollar uh, Bill. Thank you, Alicia Keys. But kind of the, uh, when we think of the, the peak of her career, you know, it lasted more than 10 years it was closer to 13 she's you know? a legend she's a she's legend, a and, legend. She, and she was she's... able to maintain which not every artist is yeah. able to keep that going for that long and i think she it was absolutely respectable run for for whitney induct the fucking divas put him in i don't know about shania twain i, w- I would I'm put her there, in Carl. there literally I'm if you, you just want to put everyone who performed on divas live i'll put even all the list, shitty little list people. the names i'll give you a yay or nay okay uh, I'm trying to remember who was on it. It was definitely Aretha, Yay. Mariah, Yay. Uh, Whitney. Yay. Who else was in Divas? Shania, Nay. Gloria Estefan. Mm, neutral. Yay. neutral. Miami Sound Machine. Gloria <laughs> oh, Estefan. Oh, oh, here, here's one. Uh, Celine. So hell yeah, Selena. Yeah. Get Selena as in no, there. No, no, Celine Dion. Oh, get Celine her Dion? ass in there. Yeah, yes. Celine Dion. She's not rock and roll though. See then she's extreme. Like Celine Dion she's is so, extremely not she's rock not, and roll. 
divas. And I think you do draw a line. Oh my god. So that's where But I have to say if we're I'm just saying if I make the blanket statement in Duck the Divas, then maybe you then need to Celine rethink goes that. In. No, I don't care. Celine Put Celine is... Dion in. It doesn't matter to me. I don't I, it I don't... needs to matter and it will matter. <laughs> that's you. like that's like saying induct the ninety six Chicago Bulls as a team. Because then you're getting yeah, then you get it, Horace Grant. You know Charles what it does. Oak. Horace Grant can go yes. into the Hall of Fame. I can name like seven bulls from it the night. Diminishes the yeah. the <laughs> honor for the people who really earned it. Anyway, next category: <laughs> innovation and influence. Uh, I don't know about innovation, but influence. I mean, like nearly yeah. every soul R and B singer or pop singer, really, mm-hmm. after Whitney, mm-hmm. is. And has given it well, up. And like she this mainstreamed is... R and B in a major way. Yeah. Like, the... like what? What singer who is a singer, you know, does not consider Whitney to be a major influence? Even oh, like, cool. even like Mariah, who showed up four years after Whitney, mm-hmm. gives it up, oh. saying like, "I wanted to be like Whitney, Whitney Houston." Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Mariah, who is also a an amazing singer. Sure. Uh, yeah, she has to give it up to it. She has to. It's just like Michael Jackson in performance. It's like Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, everybody, you have to give it up for the influences. That was Michael large. Jordan in basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think LeBron's better, but. You can't deny. You can't deny Michael Jordan. No. You can't, you can't even put, I can't say Whitney is better than Aretha, because that's who influenced her. She grew mm-hmm. up around Aretha, and that's Aretha's true. mom still sings background for, uh, uh, Whitney's mom still sings background for Aretha. Aretha. Yeah, Sissy. really. She was Sissy. born into a, a weird kind of royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dionne Warwick was a cousin, I yeah. believe. Gospel royalty. Yeah, that's neat, isn't it? That's uh, just neat. And there's a Whitney uh, documentary that is, I think, making the festival rounds mm-hmm. right now. That is social time, isn't it? Oh, I I have heard that there is a Whitney. Do- is is it going to be sad like the Amy documentary? I think it's yeah. exactly Ooh. like that from what I'm hearing. I did watch the Amy Winehouse documentary, I did and too. that one I is was like, God, yeah. Oh, they're blowing so like crack smoke right into the cat's face. Yes, I was like, don't, oh. don't blow the crack smoke into the cat's face, lady. You're gonna have oh, a cat, on lady. Uh, and then the last category is: Does my mom know who this person is? Now, Joe. <laughs> oh my God, does she ever? Yeah. It's, I, I mean, how does anyone familiar? <laughs> how does anyone not know? It just feels like how does anyone not know who Whitney Houston yeah. is? Yeah. Just one of the most famous people to ever live. Oh my gosh! Now I'm just sad that she's gone too. Yeah. It's so it's, sad. yeah, it's a bummer. What uh, what a what a terrible uh, way to go out, guys! Just don't do drugs, y'all. Just don't do them. All right, or like be. Be responsible. Yeah, do a few. Do yeah. some. Do the good ones. Do the do fun the ones. Do the good ones, the fun ones, and then really just take it easy, yeah. man. I'm down to say don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty straight edge when it comes mm-hmm. to drugs. I don't really do drugs either because I'm bad at them. I don't. They don't have a yeah. good effect on me. I don't really. Right. Yeah, like I, 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 my as well. Me, but also, well. I feel like I've seen enough movies about how bad drugs are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's just enough, uh, and then. Okay, this didn't. We didn't need this to turn into this. <laughs> to Our PSA. listeners know. <laughs> listeners, don't do drugs. Listen yeah, up. Drugs are uh, no good, there, friend. Kristen, <laughs> do you want to? Wow, you sounded like such a nart. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> don't do them. But if you're selling, uh, let's do our verdicts. So okay. we will say, should they? Will they? And when? Okay. Should they? Y e s. Will they? They better. When I think in the next, oh, 
if I truly think I would love to say that in the next five years that they will do it. I don't know if they'll get their shit together just based on the way things are going. I mean, we got Nina Simone in, so they're just like cracking away at the little (laughs) timeline for her or whatever. They're just peeking open, peeking the door. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to say the next five years, but in all likelihood, I think it could take fucking up to 10. That's what I think. Okay. Carl? Uh, Should they? Yes. Will they? I don't know. Uh, When? Let me see. Whitney Houston's first album was 1985, making 2010 her eligibility year. Mm-hmm. I, I Nobody expected her to die two years later. But also, she should have been an FYE. Ooh, I agree. And yeah. so she should, she most certainly should have been an FYE. And the, so the fact they didn't do it, and like I said a little while ago, posthumous awards are BS. And... It's because you don't get to enjoy that thing. But also, I give a little bit of space for people like Heath Ledger and uh, the posthumous if, when Whitney gets in and stuff like that because those were unexpected deaths. But the mm-hmm. fact that she didn't get it that year that she died. I know, or the year right? after. It's like, right. how does she what not show up? Yeah. It's been it's been six oh years, guys. Gosh. Come and on. Also, if she had gotten in the year, she, I just think of the tribute that they could mm-hmm. have done. Yeah, the only – yeah, go, I mean, go ahead. I think that was it. Uh, yeah. The BET Everybody check out the BET Awards tributes that they do. They did an amazing Michael Jackson one. They did an amazing Prince one. Ooh. And Prince's death was like three days before the show. So they wow. had to... They threw, they it, together. threw, it, they threw together. it together. and it was tight. Oh. So they... We, we take care of our own when we... Like, BET does a good job of that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I think when he is... I think... Quite possibly, Whitney is the biggest snub just because of all those categories that you listed. She, She's killing it, it. Flying colors in all of them. Yeah. And I don't know anybody else who's not in who has that. Sure. I, Can you think of anybody? Maybe Janet. Janet is close. Yeah. But I do think Whitney should get in before Janet. Put him in all at the same time. Why not? Induct. Janet, <laughs> Janet can't sing. So. Yeah. Oh, sure. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I would have. put in Whitney before, because yeah. Janet can't sing. Janet's yeah. a performer. She's a performer, and she's mm-hmm. definitely a rock and roll Hall of Famer. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, and I brought it up before. I mean, it's very, very uh, far away genre-wise, but I think The Cure, the Cure yeah. is, uh, it does very well in all the categories. Um, I was also going to say something that this maybe silver lining to Whitney getting inducted well after her death mm. is a resurgence in attention. Uh, to her and her legacy. Yeah, because people really care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it always makes a big fucking difference. You know, if there's a... <laughs> how dare you? How dare you come at me like that when I'm trying to say something <laughs> nice about Whitney? You know, there will be a huge tribute performance to her, you know, that will people will see, you know, whether it, like, goes viral or whatever you require. Uh, there will there'll be attention on Whitney. You know, and if it's kind of buried because it's in this weird fucking institution's annual ceremony that nobody watches, that's too bad. But some people will see. I mean, there will be there will be articles written. There will be some attention given back to to Whitney. I realize as this podcast has gone on that I've never watched it. And I've been thinking it's the Kennedy Center honors the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that. Yeah. Uh yeah. there a lot of them are on... I had never seen it until yeah. I had yeah. to watch this last they year. They have a good YouTube channel, uh the Rock Hall, you know. But I tried to watch the Eagles performances and they did they only had like a couple of them. 
Well, I think there's only a few because they you only perform three you songs. Only get, oh, you only okay. get yeah you they only get three songs. Okay. Yeah, yeah they get to perform five and then two of them get cut for time, right? Or sometimes like it's that. like I know, it depends. It's like sometimes they perform three and one gets cut for the broadcast, so you only see two. And this sometimes year, sometimes you only see Brittany Howard in doing one, one song. Sister is at a third song. Okay, I think Whitney deserves to get in. I think she will get in. I want to say that it'll happen in the next five years, but I know the hall and how backwards and late they are to things. But I think it will definitely happen within the next 10 without also a doubt. Also knowing that she also has a documentary coming out. Because I think that that also helped help. getting Nina Simone in. Yeah. Was that, the think, do- that documentary is popular, the NWA which movie. I did also watch. I guess I watch – I don't really watch rock band documentaries. I watch mm-hmm. – Sean Toos's docu- right. documentaries. Uh, yeah, so if hopefully within the next five, but if not within the next ten, I think is a, a sure bet. Who inducts her? Yeah, so who gives the speech to induct Whitney? I think there's so many. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Beyonce. Oh, my God. Ooh. You know, I, I also, it could be so many people. It could be so many people. I'm like Alicia Keys, even too. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know Brandy would too, want to. Yeah, yeah Brandy, but Brandy loves, but Brandy she's cannot. An asshole. Yeah, Brandy <laughs> yeah, cannot. She, yeah. If they let Brandy do, oh. I'd... But you know, sometimes the hall is uh, terrible at, yeah. at, at getting it together for that kind of stuff. Um. Did. Um. Did, does Brandy hang around the hall? Is no, that I'm just think? saying. Sometimes okay. it's like they, you know, they just they they don't have their finger on the pulse. Brandy is just her biggest stand. Yeah, yeah. truly, like, Brandy she is... still shoots shots at Monica <laughs> for being like Whitney loved me more, even though <laughs> Monica goes, "Girl, I don't care." Whitney told me I was a much better singer, <laughs> but Brandy just wants Whitney called me her daughter. Oh my god, I love I love knowing that. Uh, oh yeah, well, Brandy would be a good person to induct her then. Uh, but I think I think like Alicia Keys, if they if Beyonce mm-hmm. did it, it would obviously I be think, incredible. I think if Beyonce was involved in it in any way, it would make the Rock Hall matter. <laughs> right. I do. Mm-hmm. I think such is her power. I think yeah. that people would be like, wait, what? She is so choosy. You wonder if she would show yeah, up. Yeah, I wonder if she would show Jay-Z's, up. I wonder if... Jay-Z's been there. He, yes. he inducted Grandmaster Flash. Oh. Yeah. Who else could induct her? Aretha? A man. Yeah, that would be Aretha, Aretha yeah. Dion, Warwick. Yeah. Oh, Dion could do it. You know, cause let the it. divas induct her. Oh my God. No, because I don't want Celine. Di- I don't want not Celine Dion. I don't want Gloria she- Estefan singing anything with no. me. Come on, I no, don't either. Of course Ooh, you don't. No, no, thank you. I really don't want that. Uh, but I, mean, I do like Gloria Estefan. I think she's, she's important. Mariah could do it. I mean, oh, they were like contemporaries, could. but yeah, I think but they were... could Mariah do it? Is the question? Oh, like, would, yeah. could, can could she give a good speech? Actually, do Fantasia. Oh my God! Fantasia, happy. Fantasia she, for sure can do it. <laughs> I do. I've seen. Well, she was. Uh, had she been around the hall? Do you think Fantasia would come and do it? I don't think Fantasia's done anything with the hall that All I can. Right. Fantasia. I mean, she ain't gonna get inducted into the hall no. of fame. Well, no, but no, 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 Sometimes no. people like sometimes Jennifer Hudson showed up. Yeah, show up inducted. Jennifer Hudson could do it. She could sit. She could belt out a Whitney damn song. Yeah. I mean, I think she did at the oh, tribute. Well, then who would perform in the tribute? So this is like who would give the speech, and then who would oh, perform? Yeah, in and the sometimes tribute. it's the same. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's same. not. Like with Nina Simone, Mary J. Blige gave the speech, and then. Um, uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill performed. Yeah, oh. the, within the roots. All right, let Brandy give the speech. Yeah, I, I, think... I still am not on board with this, but okay. <laughs> I feel like Selkie could probably give a better speech. 
I mean, it's very personal to Brandy, but yeah. like, also it's personal to everybody. I think Dionne Warwick. Let her give the speech. That would like, be great. That, it would be beautiful. That would mm-hmm. be lovely. And then who's in the performance? Oh, gosh. Bring in, bring in everybody. Yeah. Bring Fantasia, in everybody. Jennifer Hudson. Bring in all. Bring in John Legend. Bring in uh, yeah. Get John Legend uh, Stevie in. Wonder. Babyface. Uh, Babyface. Bring in he wrote Alicia Keys. And like, and Alicia it, has been around the hall before. She has done some speeches and performances. Okay, let her give the speech. Uh, I think her, she'd yeah, be great. She'd be great as an inductor. Oh, yeah. I just love to imagine this. I fucking wish it would happen. I wish it had happened this year. And so what's what three songs? What three songs are played in the in the tribute? The greatest love of all. Ooh. Okay. Uh, uh, the big one. I will always love you. I will always love you. That's two <laughs> ballads. One. And. Uh, I'm your baby tonight. I think I want to dance with somebody. Oh, yeah. I think I want to dance with somebody. I will always love you. And then it's a toss-up for that third See, spot. I, I say those two, and I say, how will, not, how will I know? How will I know one. is a good... I think those are the three. I want to dance with somebody. How will I know? And greatest love of all. Those, I think. Greatest love of all. Oh, excuse yeah. me. No, 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 no. I, I will, will always love, love you. you. Yes. Those, I, I think, are the three. I don't think you can do greatest love of all and, and I, I will always love, love you. you because they're both just such mm-hmm. ripping it up kind of beautiful ballad songs and you kind of have to let that be the last thing that happens heartbreak hotel (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh oh Oh, or i mean just she i'm every woman and then get all of the you know what i mean get all the women get all the women get all the divas out there get all the divas i'm just saying right oh it's beautiful i'd love to imagine this it's in the it's yeah it's in the near future oh it's not right but it's okay that's how I feel about her nah, not being right. in the. Yeah, that's how I feel about her not being in the hall of fame. Because she's gonna make it anyway. Yep, she's gonna make it anyway. I mean, uh, uh, uh. close the hall behind you. Leave <laughs> your key, Alicia. Uh, Alicia keys. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> do we want to play a game? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, Carl, this is a game we invented. Yes. Called, <laughs> no one's ever played it. Before. No one has ever yeah, come with come with anything even close to it. It's called identify that popular song in a competitive situation. It's where I will play uh, a song, and I won't know what it is either because it it's is. it's randomized on this website. Huge quiz! Shout out to <laughs> hugequiz.com. Mm-hmm. They don't uh, give us any And then money. we will you chime in if you know it. Uh, we keep it pretty honestly. It's not that competitive. It's mostly friendly. Uh, we've been saying "bing bong" when we know the song. Mm-hmm. You can choose a new word if you'd like. Okay. Or we could go with "bing bong." Uh, uh let's do. Uh... Since we're celebrating Whitney, mm-hmm. let's go with uh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, and then we have, we have some categories. You can pick which one you want. Carl, we have uh, 80s rock and pop. We have 90s alternative. Beatles, classic rock, love songs and ballads, Michael Jackson, oldies, rap, or the Rolling Stone top 500 songs of all time. Shit. Uh, I guess we go Michael Jackson. All right, yeah, All right. I'm I'm down. I'm sorry for cheating. No, it's okay. So we're always going to know the artist, and what we'll do is we'll when you know it, you go Bobby, and then we will all we'll all chime in when we know it, and then we'll try to say it together. Okay. All right. Get ready, and here we go. Bobby. Okay. I think I know oh. it. I, I, I want to 
want to say I know what it is, but I don't. It's the okay. one about I don't. The... I don't okay. know it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go ahead? Go, go Carl. Y'all, don't, y'all not saying it with me? No, you no. go. Okay, it's Ben. Ben, I was like, it's the one about the animal. It's not. what I wanted to say. <gasps> it's not. It's not? It's a song called You're There. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was Ben. I thought it was, thought too, it was ben too. But I wasn't sure. And then I checked. And okay. I well, and I couldn't remember the name of the animal because was right. ben, ben was about it's a rat. A, a it's a rat. rat. Okay. About the movie knew, Willard. Yeah. Okay, I knew that sounds great. I did. Okay. I, oof. Okay. Your love is magical. That's how I feel. But I have not the words. Is this his ghost talking deep. to us? <laughs> oh my gosh. Your love is magical. All right, we're we just gonna. Yeah, we're gonna you tap do? out. Does anybody know? Are they going deep on this? Is this a demo? I think, I think it's. I don't know. That song was called "Speechless." Never heard of it in yeah, my life. No. Wow. Oh, see, I tried to go Michael Jackson to get easy. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. This is re- this is crazy. I've de- oh man. Zero for two. Let's let's get the next one. No what clue. On earth? It was called You Are My Life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this with the Jackson Five? What is They this? literally picked his deepest cut. This is Diana Ross. No, that's Michael. That was, that was a song called Euphoria. That sounded Never like heard Diana Ross. That, now I get it why he really loved her, but that sounded like yeah. Diana Ross. Just didn't I blow your mind this time? A song called Wings of My Love. Jesus Holy Christ. shit. What, what are these songs? <laughs> these are like all from him a bo- as a boy, solo artist. Was this the beginning of Smooth Criminal? No, it's not. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, what if I could pull that one out? Just hearing ambient noise. That's the whole thing. That you're was Cry. Us. Jeez. Oh my gosh. All right. All right, let's Give keep going. Us something. Is this from the Wiz? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that what? was it? Yeah. They give us how many oh seconds? Oh my gosh. That was Break of Dawn. All right. Oh, here we go. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> oh shit. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, that's Bobby. great. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. and, also, and also, that's the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobby. And confirming that we are on oh the right gosh. website. Kill Bud is mine. I mean, I'm kind of digging it, but... I know, I want to know what it is. It's called Greatest Show on Earth. Never heard of it. It's from the Greatest Show on the soundtrack. This what from is this? The Godfather. <laughs> Turn it off. Let's try classic rock. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Bla- Bobby. 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 Right? Or is, is, this is... Is this Speed Demon? <laughs> it was, a, it was a song called DS. Oh, Never heard of it. You know what? Do you want to do classic rock? Yeah, let's try. More like rock. BS. I don't know if I can't get these Michael songs. Classic rock is going to be a, no. a madhouse. This is. I think we'll we'll have a good time. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. What yeah. even was that? What on earth? Bobby. <laughs> no, Bobby. Oh, oh yes. I, yeah, um, Bobby. Okay. Bobby. Uh, I we, could be wrong, though. We, I don't know the guys name know the, of the song. Okay, do you know the artist? Yeah. Okay, the artist on 3-3. Three, three. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. 
Do you know the artist? Bobby. Uh, yeah. No, I don't. All right, know the ready. Artist. Three, two. Are we saying, what are we saying? We're going to say the artist. Okay. Three, two, one. America. Eagles. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and then the name of the song. Three, three two, two, one. Sister, Sister Golden, Golden Hair. Hair Surprise. Never knew the name of the song, but I know the song. Okay. Great. <laughs> oh, so, Bobby Bobby Bobby, 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 Bobby. All right. Want to okay, do the artist? Say the artist first. first. Okay. Three, two, one. Steely Dan. Three, two, one. Peg. You didn't song. say it. I saw your mouth. I, hey. <laughs> Michael McDonald's on that one. Uh, those background vocals are nuts. See, there's a YouTube video of him, him of just those background they, vocals. There's a, a classic albums uh, doc where it's Asia and uh, it's Becker and Fagan just at the board and they isolate his vocals. And they're like, listen to, listen to Michael's vocals on this. It's him going, Peg, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like on repeat foreign movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Bobby, you'll get it. Oh, Bobby. Mm, no, Bobby. All right. Three, two, one. Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. Three, two, one. You, you don't, don't know, know how it feels. Like. Oh, oh, shit. I know that song. I didn't know. I got to remember the beginning of it. Oh, oh Bobby. Yeah. Oh, no, that was not what I thought I was it was. Like, this is not Lonely is the Night by Billy Squire. <laughs> I thought it was. Which is a song that kissed. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh, no, it's just a shame that's how. Yeah. No, that uh, that's just the piano. But that was Eric Clapton before you accused me. Oh, tell me it's Mark, right. Right. It's always Phil Collins, baby. Oh, Bobby. On yeah. wind chimes. On wind chimes. Well, you know this is your genre. This is my I know genre. this song. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Anything, Carl? No, man. Okay. All right. One, three, two, two, three, two, three, two, one, Doobie, Doobie Brothers. Brothers. Three, two, two, one, Blackwater. Oh, Blackwater, keep, keep on rolling, Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining? I know that song. Oh, <laughs> Bobby, you're going to be furious. It'll kick in, and then I think you'll know it, and then you'll be an you old might... man saying something like, in a reading you might stand up and scream uh yeah so this one it kicks in is it the moody blues oh is this your wildest dreams yep oh boy what's some other genres they got (laughs) (laughs) i gotta i gotta get okay yeah Yeah. i know bobby i know who this is I know the song, but who's it okay. by? It's Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, it's You Ain't Seen Nothing You Ain't yet. Seen Nothing Yet. Really? That's how that song starts? Yep. Oh, Okay, yeah. Bobby. No, Bobby. Well, they're going to they're gonna say the name of the yeah, song very I soon. I don't know who the this is by, though. I know the name of the song. Blinded by ah, the light. light. Is it oh. Black this is, Blind Faith? Uh, no. No, yeah. it's by Manfred Mann. Man- but written by Bruce Springsteen. I'd be knowing. I know the songs. I keep saying that. Listeners are like, "Carl, we get it. You know the song, but you haven't said their their title." Bobby. No, Bobby. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby. Okay. Okay. Artist. Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. one John Fogerty. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then three, three two, two, one. one old man the down the road. So interesting story. His old. This band sued him because of this song. Because, because it's not run through the jungle? Yes. 
Oh my God! So John Fogerty from yeah, Creedence Clearwater Revival yes. mm-hmm. wrote all the songs for Creedence Clearwater Revival, sang all of them. The song called "Run Through the Jungle" that was on that uh, one of his records. Then when he was a solo artist on a different he label, he wrote it. He he wrote a new song called "Old Man Down the Road," which uh, is very similar sounding to a song Same he one. wrote. And his old record company sued him, saying, oh, "Well, we own your song, and you're plagiarizing this." You're plagiarizing wow, you're plagiarizing yourself. Record companies are the worst people. Yeah, yeah. outside of like Wall Street yourself. venture capitalists. Mm-hmm. And I guess his uh, his bandmates did not really come to his defense and actually kind of helped the record company. Well, out. they don't like him, right? And well, then yeah, they don't they don't like each other, and because of that. Fogarty did not have them be involved in their induction performance. Oh. Hell yeah, Fogarty. Because he was like, fuck you. They were, the record company was suing me for my own song, and you guys helped them, and you didn't have my back. Fuck you guys. I'm playing with Bruce Springsteen. Oh my That's gosh. So, I feel yeah. that. But did they get inducted? The members got inducted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You can't. Yeah. Did he get inducted separately? No. Hmm. He doesn't have much of a solo yeah. career to. Well, I mean, old man down the road or whatever that's right. on center is. field. Put me in coach. Yeah, <laughs> let me that's ask. Not the Jay Giles band. That's centerfold. That's centerfold. Right. Not centerfield. Can we check out the rap one real quick? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Let's give that a shot. I'm. I mean, if it's East Coast shit, I'm not gonna know it. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Yeah. Rap. Here we go. He's rap, 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 rap. Is there an R&B section? As we as proceed, proceed oh. to give you what what is it? The artist is Big, uh, Biggie Smalls, and the song is "Who Is This?" Page of me at like thirty six in the morning, <laughs> crack of dawn. And, I don't know the song. <laughs> it's called, the song is called "Who Shot Ya." Who shot ya? Who shot ya? Yeah. I was like. That that also sounds like the beginning of um, summertime. Oh, drums, please! Drums, please! <laughs> As we proceed, <laughs> it's gonna be hard when there's skits at the beginning. Of this. <laughs> something kick in. Oh, well, that's all we're getting. Oh, what is that? Is this- that was Diary of a Madman. By who? By let's find out. Uh, Grave diggers. Don't know. See, Mm -mm. is there an R and B section? (laughs) Hold on. Everything has to have a fucking voice. I guess that's how they trick you. You're sick, and you caught it. Well, you must know who it is who's sick. That's my versus versus the worst curses a person hurts worse than the. That's no not clue. what the hell was no that? Clue. That was a song called So Sick. This is like the fucking Michael Jackson category all over again. Yeah, we'll tr- I'll try one more. I like this more than I like. This is that's Kanye. That wasn't Kanye. Production values, though, didn't that sound like a Kanye? Production? Yeah, it sounded like a Kanye beat, but that wasn't Kanye. Somebody East Coast. They only played East Coast stuff. Yeah, so that Kanye was on that track. That oh. track by Consequence. Consequence. Oh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh boy. But that definitely, and that he produced that for sure. As I'm, soon as it had, started, I was like, "This have, is right? a Kanye beat." Yeah. Um, doesn't look. I, I'm not seeing any R and B categories. 
You know, is Once this again, a bust? snubbed. All right, give us one more. And one let's more see rap? what it is. Yeah. All right. Let's cool. just see. Yeah. You got it, dude. It's your oh. boy skills, uh, Bobby. You know how we do Go for it. it. It's that time it's, so well, the, the beat is uh, um, unfor- Unforgettable by Jamie Foxx. I like that. Hey. I don't know the rapper, though. I don't know who who took Jamie F- Jamie Foxx's unfor- uh, unpredictable unpredictable beat and sam- and rapped over it. I believe I'm looking it up. So that song is called 2005 Wrap Up. Oh, that's the guy who does the wrap ups where they talk about the whole Wait, the year. Wait, the 2005 wrap up yeah. skills into this. Yeah, so skills. The rap skills. Skills. bullshit. He, the he does that every year. The 2005 wrap up made it into this category. This is bullshit because. No, sir. Don't know. Sounds like um, the Fugees. Hurricane, Hurricane Starang. I don't know, man. This is see what I'm saying is like classic rock. They're putting in like classic rock songs that are notable. Why not do that with rap in this category? I think the problem now I'm getting is getting mad at mad at giant quiz. It's not their fault. Right, they huge didn't do quiz. It. Huge quiz. Huge I quiz. think I think part of the problem is there's been established a classic rock genre that any city can have a station with classic rock, but there's no real like. I mean, K Day is the only old school hip hop uh, station I know. I would uh, love to take a K Day quiz. That'd be great. Yeah, it's not like every city has. It's like uh, you know, iHeart Radio has a specific playlist that we've all come to know to be classic rap. You know, I don't know. It's it, that was bogus. The, the 2005 year in review wrap up song was well. Like, put in there that seems weird we're never doing games again no that's Uh, not true maybe we will i don't know guys hey huge quiz i'll probably at you on twitter to have you come up with some new games for us and we will promote them here on this podcast cool all right carl uh you have anything you want to plug any uh shows Uh, social media anything uh follow me online at damn it call d-a-m-m-i-t-c-a-r-l uh we have a good time on twitter (laughs) and uh that that's about it. You'll you'll hear about everything else on that. All right. So great. like, if we doing uh, shows and things like that, I'll be in. When does this come out? This comes two out weeks. in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So if it's two weeks from now, if it's the week of Friday, June eighth, come to White Women Presents Your Token Friend, ten thirty p.m. UCB Sunset. Great. And uh, then we'll be in New York at the end of this month. Yeah, Beautiful. check them at the Del Close Marathon. Hey, guys, you know me, K-Stud. That's where you can find me across all platforms, and that's where I say what I'm doing and all that stuff. Cool. Uh, you can find me at Joe K, Joe K on Twitter, at Joe Qua on Instagram. If you want to email the oh, yeah. podcast, rockhallpod at gmail.com. Boy, do we love Let to us hear know from you. what you think. Uh, we want to thank Ted Tramper for giving us the studio space and the equipment, Liz Full for being our technical advisor and friend. Uh, thank you so much. Make sure to review and rate us on iTunes, five stars only. Uh, we love you so much. Carl, thank you for joining. This thank you for fun. having me. Uh, so much fun. This was very fun. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stoddard. Who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.